there was a spirit standing over my bed, like literally sitting next to my bed and was like, and I was like trying to like wake up out of it. You know how like you're having a bad dream, you're trying to wake up. And that's what I was doing. And the spirit was like, don't wake up. It literally said it like in my ear. I remember it to this day. My name is Jasmine. And um, I basically grew up in the church. Um, and like I was mentioning a little bit earlier, um, Church of God in Christ, Pentecostal, like that's all my background in childhood. Um, and so for those who don't know, like basically a lot of times in that type of church environment, you can't wear pants, women can't wear pants, no jewelry, no makeup, like, like everything I got on my face right now would be like sin. But um, yeah, so that's basically like my background growing up in church. But I didn't really have a relationship with God until I got a little bit older. Um, at about 12, I accepted the Lord into my heart that I remember like physically actually doing it and making the decision for myself. And then my relationship started when I was about 19. Could you describe that or, or take us through that moment at 12 mm -hmm. of you making that decision? What did you feel? What happened in that moment? As a little kid, I felt scared because like we were always taught about like the difference between heaven and hell. And um, I, at the time, I was thinking to myself, like, am I really saved? Like, I know I grew up in church. I know like my mom has always taught me that we've always done that my entire life. But... I don't feel like I personally have a relationship with God. And so I remember I was in children's church and we were all in a circle and you know we said the prayer and everything to accept God into our hearts. And then at that moment, I remember thinking, okay, now I feel confident in the fact that like, okay, I did it, like it's official. Fast forward, I was about, yeah, 19 and I was working, um, I worked right out of high school. And so I was working nights at the time. And I just started really feeling like a lot of different, um, my spiritual senses in a, in a way, I guess you could say, were like aware of like more of what was going on around me. So for instance, I could be in like a grocery store or something and I can literally feel the spirit that's on somebody next to me. Like that's how like deep it got really fast. Um, and so I just started having a lot of spiritual moments and just like having to do a lot of spiritual warfare. Um, it was just a, a really difficult time. And I was also doing it by myself, which is not the right decision to ever do. And I know that now, but at the time, I think my, I told my mom about it, and so like she knew and she was praying for me and stuff like that. But as far as like actually battling the things that I was facing, I was doing it all by myself. Could you be specific on, on like what you were facing and how you were battling it? So I'm trying to like be specific without it like sounding scary. Um, I mean, I mean, go for it. You know, uh, keep it. Because I mean, like, okay, so I didn't sleep a lot during that season of my life. Um, at night, I would go to sleep, and I would literally be attacked in my sleep, like spiritually attacked in my sleep. There was one time that I was sleeping, and I was having this basically like a bad dream nightmare, whatever you want to call it. Um, and there was a spirit standing over my bed, like literally sitting next to my bed, and was like, 
and I was like trying to like wake up out of it. You know how like you're having a bad dream, you're trying to wake up. And that's what I was doing. And the spirit was like, don't wake up. It literally said it like in my ear. I remember it to this day. Um, and I was just like fighting literally in my sleep and being tormented in my sleep. And um, so that's just like one of many, <laughs> actually. So yeah, it was things like that. It, it was scary. And it caused me to really go through a season of depression, like suicidal thoughts, like not wanting to live. And like, at the time I was living in a house with other women. And so like, they noticed, of course, because they know me. Um, But I isolated myself. I went to my room all the time, you know? I shut my door and stayed by myself. And like, whenever someone would come to my, um, my room, which one lady in particular, she was the closest to me, she would come to my room and like, check on me, like make sure I'm okay and like, I just didn't really want to talk to anybody. And so I just, I isolated myself, which was the enemy, of course, but I know that now. (laughs) So in this time, Mm -hmm. where was Jesus in that and uh, what happened? He was there the whole time. Um, I, the way that I would fight and combat like the spiritual things that I was facing is through worship and prayer. And during that season, worship was like my best friend. Like worship and Jesus were like it. Like that was my go-to and that's what got me through it. And even though like it was unhealthy to fight it alone by myself and I would never do that again, um, I know he was with me through that whole, whole season, the entire time. Even when it felt like there were moments where he wasn't, I knew it. So how did how did your relationship develop from from there with the Lord? Mm-hmm. Um, so from there, I really fought through all of that, um, and then from that place, I had to go through a process of healing because that was a lot. Um, and it wasn't until we moved to Maryland, moved here, that um, I kind of got into a place of like, okay, like. I'm out of that situation, and now I kind of just have to, what's next? Like, Lord, like, what am I supposed to do next from here? Because I feel um, I'm hurting. I have scars. I'm in, like, there's so much, like, that I've faced to this point. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do next. Um, And actually, at the time, I was working at Starbucks, and uh, I, that's how I met Pastor Greg. Um, I used to make his coffee. Go figure. Um, So he invited me out to service. And so I was like, okay, you know, I'll go. I was looking for a church anyway at the time. So I was like, okay, I'll go. And ever since then, and I mean, even now to this day, like every sermon that he teaches, every series is like literally either what I'm walking through or what I needed to hear. And so um, that's where the healing started. And that's where... um, the, I guess you could say, restoration started for me with that. Now, looking back, you know, currently of where you are in in your Mm -hmm. relationship with Jesus and seeing where he has taken you from, Mm -hmm. what can you say that he has done in your life so far, thus far? A lot, a whole lot. Um, But I will say, like, even recently, um, this past year, even through the pandemic, has been a process of healing, of things that, like the extra stuff that I didn't know was like there. Um, And 
I really got to release all that to the Lord and really be healed. Um, and then even going into this year, um, the the Lord took me through another process that was short, but I didn't even realize he was going to do um, the past like month or two. I've just been getting wrecked like by the Lord. Um, like the night that we had our prayer and worship night, like I'm sitting in the corner, like I can't get up because oh, yeah, like the presence was like just so heavy. And like from the moment we started worship to like the end, like I just was crying the whole time. And the Lord was just like finishing up what he needed to do. And it was, it was amazing. Um, what can you tell to anybody that's watching right now, mm-hmm. as far as like what you've experienced with Jesus? Um, and maybe they haven't made that decision or they're thinking about it. What mm-hmm. can you tell them? For anybody who even faced any of what I mentioned, um, the, the best thing I can say is like, Jesus is the answer. Like, and I don't say that to be like cliche or like, like something that we always hear, but like I'm serious. Like Jesus is the answer, like to your healing, to, you know, wanting to live the best life, quote unquote success that we always talk about. Like his way is always better. And I've learned that time and time again, and I've seen it time and time again that his way is better. And so like if we take the time to like, give him everything and I mean like everything even if it's a process because it is um that you just give it to him and he'll take care of the rest like and it's worth it are you still um dealing with the dreams and and with the Mm -mm. the attacks Mm -mm. no um as I will say like this past year that's been something that the enemy has tried to come back and do um but I feel like it's just, it's an area where I know the Lord is like trying to do something different and use it for his glory as far as like how he wants to speak to me, what he wants to share with me. And um, that's one of the ways he actually speaks to me is through dreams. And so it's just a process of taking that back, taking back basically what the enemy stole from me, because that's what it really was for me. So, yeah. Yeah. 